Hey guys, and welcome back to the FN Podcast. Adon is not here today. This is going to be a short episode. Um, I did one earlier this past week, but I didn't like the audio quality. And the message was kind of a little bit all over the place. I was a little scattered last week. Adon is working away from home during the week. And our schedules haven't lined up, you know, perfectly to be able to do a show together. It's a little hard for him to take his stuff and do a show, but he is taking it with him. And hopefully this next week coming up here, we will be able to do a show again together um, so we can get back onto our regular scheduling and our regular programming because it's always good when we have the banter back and forth with each other. And so right now I decided to do this episode today outside. Um, I am doing it on my phone through the Anchor FM app. So hopefully the audio quality will be good. We'll see if we can add our intro and outro music and do some editing. If not, this is what you're going to get, and we'll see what happens with it. But what I want to talk about, guys, right now, uh, and it was that sermon this last evening at church, is a revival in your heart. There is so much anxiety, depression, and apathy going on with our fellow Christians. And I want to ask you, how are you doing? How is your heart? How is your soul? And why are you caring about things you cannot control? I get it. The Rona's bad. It's evil. It's real. But as more research comes out, they lied to us. They manipulated the numbers. And it wasn't as big as an ordeal as they made it out to be. It is tragic for all those lives lost. And I'm praying for your healing and your comfort. And I hope you have Jesus in your heart to get through these times with you and your family and your loved ones. But our sermon last night, we we started with our big tent revival. And oh boy, was it a goodie. I'll tell you what, man, like I said, I'm not a theologian, not a pastor, uh, not a historian. But I am learning more and more day by day with my journey in Christ. And I love every minute of it. And it's made me a better person, not only for myself, but for my family. Because without him, there's there's nothing, you know. Uh, church history is rich with stories and times with sleepy Christians. Woke up and went out on the road with the good news that Jesus changes everything. And he does. And for the longest time, I was in denial of this. And I know so many people out there. Just think there's some form of amoebas that came together that were created. Some space dust that came together and created you. No, this is, this is God, man. Right now, I'm sitting out here. You might hear my quail. My dog scratching on the fence right there. We got these beautiful little yellow finches and our wildflowers going crazy on the little bugs, the seeds. Because things are dying off in seasons. Tea. The small amount of seasons we have here in Southern California, Zone 10B. Um, And you can hear the wild parrots going overhead because we do have those here in Southern California, maybe. But you see the creation, the bees, the birds, the sounds, the the crisp air, even though it's a little little stinky and smoky still because we have these close wildfires. But all this is made in his image, guys. And... With this revival, we believe it's a new one again, and it's time 
It's past time. It's our turn as Christians, men and women, to step out, have that revival with yourself so you can make it right with Him, make it right with your family, and then make it right with your neighbors and spread that message. You must have your own revival before you can revive others. And with that said, it's, it's all about your heart. There's so many distractions going on right now with these protesters, these rioters, uh, BLM, politics. This is probably the most divisive time that I've ever seen in my life, in this nation's history. In my life, you know, I've been here a little bit less than 40 years. I'm sure people have seen other things. But I don't get caught up into the politics. I used to. And you might say, oh, that's, that's crap, Josh. You do. Oh, well, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you got to vote for this guy. You got to vote harder. We, got, we must vote. Your vote matters. Sorry, guys. I make fun of both sides. It's a false dichotomy. I don't get, ca- I don't get caught up into it. It's totally, it's totally nonsense. And I'm going to move forward with continuing my message of preaching the gospel as best I can. That Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. He will save you. He'll save you and your family. But you got to make it right yourself. These other things may matter to you, but they're not the, the big thing. Jesus sits on the, on the throne. He is the king. Then everything else follows. But to idolize these things as being the number one priority in your life is a false worldview. It's a false standard to live by. And Jesus is looking at you and going like, brother, sister, you're flawed. You need, to, you, need to, you need to fix that. You need to correct that. He's saying that with a loving heart because he loves all. And even my enemies, those who may despise me, dislike me, loathe me, or even hate me. I love you. I'll break bread with you. I've lost so many friends, family members in the seven months since the Rona's been going on, or so, give or take, over silly political things because I make fun of both sides. You don't like it, but I go, hey, I'm sorry, that's not where my control's at. That's not where my concern's at. My concern is with my heart and Jesus, reading the scriptures daily, reading my devos, talking to my wife about it, talking to my kids about it, and spreading the message and gospel. And I ain't going to do it like an apologetic or a theologian, because I'm not there yet. But I'm going to do it in the most basic layman's terms as possible. And if I need to refer to my scripture, which I do, or others for more clarification on issues, I will. And say, hey, turn to them because they have some more issues or more, more, or more deeper dive on those issues. You know what? The politics and sports do not matter if you do not bow down to your King Jesus. And no, it ain't King James, Patrick Mahomes, Cody Bellinger, or Kucherov for my hockey fans. And don't get me wrong, guys. You know me. I'm a huge sports fanatic. But they come after Jesus, myself, 
serving others, my family. And you you should really do the same because I'm telling you what, man, once you do those things, a whole heck of a lot of things change in your life for the better. Trust me, they do. And you're like, oh, I go through these trials. I go through these tribulations. Well, guess what? It's part of life, man. I don't have the answers. Why? He does. He has your roadmap. He has your path already set for you. And he's given you these things for a reason to make you stronger for him. And when it's time to go to eternity. And all these people, a few more thoughts before I wrap this short episode up, guys. All these people here still pounding their keyboard, virtue signaling and being an SJW, but you do not know Jesus. That's cool. Keep up that good fight, yo. Wave your fists in the air. Keep rioting, keep protesting, destroying property, destroying others with your Marxist, globalist, socialist, communist agenda. Because Jesus was none of that. He was a loving man that gave you everything. And we refuse to know him. Or a lot of people refuse to not know him. And stop telling me, myself and others, what to do. Because if it ain't given to all glory to God first, nothing else matters. And you need to chew on that red meat. Don't tell me I need to be for this cause or that cause or whatever. Because if it's not through His image, through Scripture, through biblical law, and what the teachings actually say, I ain't going to do it. And I encourage others not to follow down those paths either. Because they're destructive. And they ain't going to get you anywhere. And lastly, to my brothers and sisters in Christ with this revival that I think is happening right now, not only at my church, but you are seeing it right now. You folded so quickly like a cheap tent during this Rona nonsense. And like I said, new evidence and studies have come out saying only 6% died directly from the Rona. And the rest of those 200,000 or so now had 2.6 co Morbidities, meaning underlying conditions that led to their death, and the Rona was the icing on the cake. Guys, a revival is happening. I've seen it. Even though we're doing some outside stuff, and I would love to see our church be more like John MacArthur over there in L.A., in the Valley. The kids' ministry stuff opened up. We're slowly getting there. But you're seeing the true believers that had it in their heart, lean on each other, support each other, grow with each other in our walks in faith. And also another beautiful thing during this thing with this revival, not only through the church and with through Jesus, where you're seeing our brothers and sisters in Christ get off their butt. You know that old saying, poop or get off the pot. With their side hustles, with their entrepreneurships, and with their businesses, and they're doing amazing things in the community of fellow brothers and sisters, Christians, our Christians, and in the community and their neighbors and going, hey, this is what we're providing. These goods are service. And I'm a Christian man and woman. And this is what I'm about. I'm going to provide you this amazing product or service, but it's going to be done the righteous way, through God's word, through scripture, through God's law. And we're going to do it with a loving, fair, and decent heart. 
because that's what we do and that's what we're about, guys. So, man, this revival's happening. I love it. You should love it, too. You should be a part of it. And if you guys want to be a part of, you know, our church, I would love to have you. SCG, Seacoast Grace, right there in Cyprus by the Los Alamitos Racetrack. So now you guys know where I go to church. That's fine. But get him in your heart, man. Make yourself right. Make your family right. Spread that message that we are a loving, caring, generous people. And, you know, that's it, man. I'm sure there's more I have here, but I wanted to keep this short and sweet to talk about sermon last night, the revival that went on from Pastor Cody that just laid it down. And talk about deep and, and, and raw meat and hitting us right to the core for our fellow brothers and sisters. But guys, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for you know tuning in because, like I said, we're, we're up to 11, 12 episodes now. We are growing. Share this with a friend, a family member, or even somebody that's on the fence with Christ. But we love our, our fellow men and women that are of faith, our entrepreneurs, and our neighbors. We're on all the major platforms um, for your favorite podcast app. Download it, play it, replay it. If you got any tips, tricks to help us improve our quality, we'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear from you if you'd like to be on our show. But you have to provide some form of value on those three things, faith, entrepreneurship, and neighbor. And like I said, not everybody's going to get on. So don't troll us because we'll delete you and ban you. We don't have time for that. we got businesses to run. Jobs to do, families to feed, and to keep that message up with Christ. So until next time, guys, we love you, and God bless.